0: Just Me, a place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Just Me. And what an exciting episode we had on last week talking about expectations the real realistic expectations and unrealistic expectation. We're going to continue that discussion on today where we're going to look into 10 reasonable expectations. Again, we were looking at an article that was written by Brenda Gill, a therapist out of Seattle. That article was written in June of 2021 and the title of that article is Expectations in a Relationship: Reasonable Versus Unrealistic. So Sasha's going to do a recap of um, what we talked about in case you're just joining just me for the very first time. And then we're going to continue on our discussion.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So last week we spoke about expectations and what exactly expectations are. And expectations are truly just the hopes and beliefs that one has that are really focused on the future. They may or may not be realistic. But they are hopes and beliefs that we have assigned to a group of people or a particular situation or a particular person that kind of outlines and draws a link to what we expect and hope for in the future. And a lot of times with expectation, the things that kind of make expectations um, realistic versus unrealistic. One thing is the pattern of the behavior of the person or group of people that you're trying to assign these expectations to. Another is time, time in a person's life, time in a person's experiences, and another is experiences. So the pattern of behavior, time, and experiences are things that can generate realistic and unrealistic expectations. But, Ms. Tracy, and Ms. Serena, take it away. What else can we really recognize and give food uh, for thought for our listeners? When it comes to
1: expectations, we have to, once again, recognize that the expectations that we have first should start with you as the person. So figuring out what those expectations are and what you want regarding those expectations. Yeah, and, and I'll and piggyback off of that because I like to say where you are is not where you always be. Because we change over time the situation. So some things that um, you expect now over time when life happens and you grow, your partner grows, that those um, expectations can change. So um, be willing to make that adjustment. And again, it falls back on communication is the key. We have to have dialogue because we change. It's involved. But that's part of life cycle. Everyone is going to change. We're not going to change at the same rate. So I might be ahead. You might be moving too fast. I might be behind. But it's very important um, that we communicate those expectations. Whether they are realistic or unrealistic, <laughs> we are to communicate. But we are aiming to have um, more realistic expectations. And, and that looks different for everyone. And your situation is going to look different. So you have to know who you are and who you're dealing with. And then you can know if those expectations are really going to be um, effective or something that's not going to continue to um, be a disappointment if that expectation is not met. So are you saying that people should constantly check in? Oh, with- most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. Most def- most def- it's It's important. And again, um, we we talk about expectations it's not just in a um, a partnership relationship because those are still again in friendships. You have expectations when you are at work and different environments. So again, what I expect from my children, I might not expect from my best friend or a co-worker. So everything um, you have you have to know. Who you are and who you're dealing with for those expectations to really be. Don't be disappointed if you don't get what you're looking for. And you know what you just said, Tracy, you know that makes sense because I think a lot of times people don't recognize that life happens. Life happens every single day, things change. Sometimes things change at the drop of, of a dime. So basically, when it comes to expectations, we need to, like you said, effectively communicate those to. First of all, know who you are, know what the expectation is that you want to accomplish and achieve. Check in with people or check in with the person that you want to invest into this expectation, and also be mindful that life happens, and when life happens, things can change at a drop at a drop of a dime. So we also, at times need really to be realistic as it relates to how life happens and how life can change things, as it relates mm-hmm. to how you set expectations and how you project expectations on other people. And part of what um Sasha has said coming in that it's a hope and a belief. So if our belief systems are totally different, you know, my expe- our expectations are definitely going to look different. So even when it comes to like um, one, one of the things, mutual trust in each other, is that a realistic expectation when you're in a relationship? Is trust a realistic expectation? For most people, probably 99.9% of people from my viewpoint, you would say trust is important, but then you have the way I trust looks different than others. So an example that I'm going to go with is, If you have those that have open relationships, for me, that don't work. But for others, it could work because how they trust, whatever it looks like for them. So is it fair to say that's an unrealistic expectation across the board? No. So you have to know what is realistic or unrealistic for you and the person that you're dealing with. For me, across the board, integrity or trust is a must whether I have a relationship with my husband with my co-worker with my children that's an expectation I have is trust and I feel that that's a realistic expectation So you're saying that notion of trust falls in the same guidelines for your friendships your relationships and your intimate relationships. So they all look different, but trust is a must. (laughs) But the way they look, it looks different. Okay. Okay. And once again, this is your expectation. This is my expectation. That's correct. Just Just me. Okay. I just say that just to make sure that people understand that that is your expectation. So now what you have to do is you have to try to... Try to win people over, as it relates to whoever you're wanting to be a part of that expectation. Well, it starts with you and it ends with you. But you, if you're wanting to incorporate other people, that is when you communicate effectively with people or individuals. This is my expectation. I'm mm-hmm. communicating it with you, as it relates to trust. Is this something that you feel that you can do? Is that how you would do it or again it all it all depends on what relationship that I'm that I'm looking at. You know, I have a higher expectation or level of trust that I expect from my spouse because it's different areas that my children can't violate or something like that, if that if that makes sense. So I don't have those experiences, so I don't have to worry about that with children or my coworkers or a stranger. But with my husband and certain experiences, like when it comes to um, us being monogamous, it's just me and you. That's it. That's I bottom line. Anything outside of that, if you did something outside of that, that's a violation for me. So I don't expect that. Would I be disappointed? Because we communicated that. now. When we first started off, you know, you do you and I do me because we don't know how it's going to work. So I don't expect you to be. It's just me and only because that was part of our conversation. But once we made it clear, it's just you and it's just me. It's no ands, ifs or buts. And the expectation is for you to, for me, is to expect. I trust you because we are both here now. We both agreed to this.
2: I think what Ms. Tracy said the the important piece that Miss Tracy said was that you guys had a conversation around it.
1: It wasn't like, well, I know we just we just dated. We never said it's just gonna be exclusively us. So once we have that conversation is no, I expect you to follow what we agreed. No mm-hmm. ifs, ands or buts. Well, should we check in periodically on that agreement or that expectation? Oh, we check in on that every day because we talk about my husband now. It's not, I don't have to have a conversation. Hey, did you cheat on me today? Hey, did you know, are you are you sleeping with somebody else besides me? Depending on how, how that dialogue or whatever, like how we communicate is totally different than how you and your husband communicate or somebody else. So we have our communication style where if it's a problem or a concern, then you still have to address it. You still have to talk. It can even just come down to cleaning up the house. You know, I usually always do the laundry. So if I've been established or he expects me to do the laundry because I say I'll do laundry, you do this. So when it's not done, I can't look at him like why you didn't do the laundry because it's expected for me to do it unless we had that conversation like I'm having a bad day and some help with you or doing something like that. But if it's not done, it's not like I I can't get upset. Because I took on that role that I do a laundry because I don't like how you wash clothes because you fade and stuff out. Well, you know what? I might throw a wrench in this. Someone oh, throw the wrench. Throw the wrench. And I could be wrong. Okay. So let's say husband married. Uh-huh. So when it comes to um, stepping out the marriage uh-huh. and trust. Uh-huh. That choice is understood that we do not step out of the mirrors, correct? Yes. Okay. But with the laundry, that could change. You have that conversation too. Because it's like when I had back surgery, there's certain things I could not do. He wasn't expecting me to go do this and do that when knowing I, you know, it, my back is out because I just had surgery. So the role change and we have that conversation. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to take care of this, 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 this until you go out. And then once I'm able to get back into what I want, what I said, I was going to do is like, okay, I'm good now. I got this. Well, I think the thing is two different things because laundry and cheating on cheat, stepping out the marriage. That's two different things. Like, Stepping out so oh most oh most definitely I was just I was just using that as an expectation to use the word expectation when it came to laundry. This is expected. That's all it it was not um trying to compare the two. So when it comes to stepping out the marriage, the expectation is understood for for it not to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's understood not to step out the marriage.
0: In her relationship.
1: In your relationship. Okay. okay yes but when it comes to laundry i know that's an example it's understood that he does the laundry but that can change like that can change with the laundry situation but with the so, okay stepping out in the marriage that can change because if i decide to become a swinger we got to have another conversation because i want to swing, and if you right. ain't agreeing with me that can change But well, that means here we go again we're back to communication so, we still need to check in every now and then, still there. Yeah, you check, it. most definitely. Okay. Regardless if we're married or not, we still need to check in. Yeah. Regardless if married or not, you're supposed to be checking in.
2: I think that like kind of supports the idea when we're in. um, we're in at jobs. When you do the new hire, you do a monthly review of your performance. You do a three month review, and then you do a six month review, and then you do a year review, um, and then you're doing an annual review to make sure that you are meeting the expectations that the employer has presented. So the same way we go and show up for our job is the same way we also need to show up for our relationships as far as expectations go. Having that continual dialogue, but What if our expectations aren't met? With that person or with whoever we're... Mm -hmm. With whatever we've assigned that expectation, what if our expectations are not met? That person maybe has violated some trust. That person maybe has not upheld the expectation of doing the laundry in a timely fashion or picking the kids up from that soccer practice. Yeah. What if our expectations aren't met does that mean that we cut the person off we cut the group off does that mean that we come back to the drawing board help me out ladies I think it's dependent on the, the relationship okay. and the situation
1: because if and it goes also goes back to my values and beliefs because if the husband is not fulfilling my sexual needs for example and we communicate And I communicated with him that that is not happening. I'm not going to step out of the marriage to get my needs fulfilled. So basically, I will communicate with him effectively to see what additional things that we can do to assist as it relates to fulfilling those sexual needs. That's with my husband. But with the friendship, if I'm noticing that there's a constant non-fulfillment as it relates to for example, us going on trips because they're constantly coming up with different types of excuses why they cannot do that. I will go to another resource to help fulfill that. I might have to leave that friendship. I don't know. I, but I would not depend on that person anymore as it relates like, to fulfilling that need regarding friendships because I have a pattern of them saying that they. Maybe don't want to travel anymore out of the country. So I have to be intentional intentional as it relates to fulfilling my need to probably find other friends that can help be a part of the group with me to travel out of the country. Not typically cutting off the friendship, just I won't depend on them anymore as it relates to that. Now, if they're constantly lying, or there's certain other things that I feel that they're not doing that affects my values and beliefs, as it relates to how I see how I see the friendship, then yes, maybe I will cut that friendship off or bring closure to it because maybe the season has ended regarding that relationship. And, and then I- and that go back to another conversation that we had about boundaries setting that I might have to set a new set of boundaries around these friends or. Or person, um, if it's my needs are not met, how can I meet my own needs if I'm not getting it from that outside source? And But even within the marriage example that you use, if he's not satisfying my needs sexual, I'm not stepping out. But now I have to process what other ways can I we get those needs met without forcing the boundaries that me and him have established and the boundaries that we establish is you can't step out. Correct. So if I'm not doing this or not fulfilling, then one as a partner, if I'm not doing it, help me to teach me, you know, if I got to train over teach teacher, whatever to help me help that need get met because you're my partner. We don't, you know, and we got to try to figure this thing out together. Opposed to, nah, you just ain't going to get none. And then I'll get frustrated and all that stuff. that get tension in the, in the hole. And then that goes to boy emotions. And then we got all this stuff going on because you won't fulfill me sexual. And I'm not stepping out. It's not like I can hang this over your head. Like, if I don't, we don't get done, but we're going to work together. And I trust you enough because that's what we do. You're my partner. We're not going in different direction. We're trying to work and walk in the same direction. So basically, what you're saying with the relationship with your mate, we're going to figure out how to work it out. But with this friendship, I can move away from it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is just the levels of commitment too, as it relates to relationship. Yeah, it's 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 going to look it look for me, it looks different um, depending on that relationship. And again, what you establish, I won't even say all all always going in, because sometimes you don't know what you. As you grow and you learn one another, things change. It's not going to stay the same. I don't look the same way or act or respond the same way I did 25 years ago. I don't. But the things that I was dealing with 25 years ago calls for the response that was given. But now I know how to respond different. I, I think different. I process different. So that's why everything over time, you have to keep revisiting things. Because it changes over time and life happens. So,
2: I want to take a step back because you ladies um, had mentioned the components of a need. And then we began to use the word need to, I don't want to say substitute because I don't know if that's what you guys necessarily meant, but began to substitute need for expectation. And I want to differentiate that concept for the listeners is that a need is something that you are required to have in order to make sure that you're living a happy, healthy life. An expectation is that hope or belief you are assigning for the outcome. So a man by the name of Abraham Maslow created a hierarchy of needs. And at the base of it, in order to get to a fulfillment of happiness, a person needs to have those physiological needs met. And so the basic needs of physiological and safety, you need food, water, warmth, and rest. And so if you assign an expectation, so for example, on the basic physiological needs, if you assign maybe to your partner to pay the rent and then that expectation doesn't get met, so then that physiological need becomes that much more heightened because now I don't have a place to stay if you're living paycheck to paycheck. So the meaning of that, expectation is a lot heavier than the meaning of another expectation. So if we climb back up that hierarchy of needs, when we talk about expectation as far as trust in a marriage or um, love and connection in a friendship, in friendships, then that's a different type of need. So I'm looking for that connection. And so my expectation is that whatever I have with my spouse, that trust supports that expectation of, the need that I have to have that feeling of belonging and love.
1: Ms. Smith has said it starts with you. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. you have to put a lot of what we need on that responsibility on other people, expecting Mm -hmm. them to give us that need when the responsibility is really on us.
2: And it may come down to the fact that maybe we need to, if that expectation isn't met, going back and using that communication to articulate Mm -hmm. why that hurts you so much, why Mm -hmm. that meant so much, that expectation wasn't met and why that devastated you so much because a specific need for you wasn't met. And I think that's where a lot of people get into that negative, that cognitive distortions. Um, I know for me and my family, if, a specific expectation isn't met, the first thing that my mom and or dad and sister go to is I like, forget it, I'll just do it myself. But if I'm expecting for my sister to go check on my parents because I need that support and that connection, you know, that family involvement, mm-hmm. and my sister doesn't go follow through with it, my initial thought is, Deg, she let me down and I cannot rely on her. And that mm-hmm. cognitive distortion creates, That ongoing cycle of negativity that, okay, well, I don't need to rely on anybody. I'm just going to do it myself. No, 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 no. You need to communicate what that expectation was, what fell through, what the need was that fell through, Mm -hmm. and then allow that person to meet that expectation, to try and meet that expectation again. Now, if there's a pattern of unmet expectation, then you may need to reevaluate whether that expectation is realistic for that person. If I'm expecting my husband not to cheat on me, but he has demonstrated that he's cheated repeatedly in the past, maybe that's not an expectation I need to have with him. And we need to question, we need to reevaluate some of this relationship. Is this a relationship that we want to stay in? Or oh, well, we did a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I yeah. like this. I really Oh, like this it. this 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 gonna this gonna be good. And I'm even thinking, um, and what what and when we do our next episode, because we're going to continue this dialogue on expectations, we, we have to, I, I want, it's curious, I'm going to intentionally just ask some random people, what are their views on? And I'm going to bring it back to the table to hear how they are doing or expectation really. And I'm going to try to find some very or kind of, and, and just see um, how they feel about expectations or what expectations they put out there in their relationships. How has it been for them if those expectations have not uh, been met?
2: Okay. Okay. We did a lot today, ladies. We definitely did a lot. We talked about expectations. We talked about the difference between expectations and need. And we talked about, we kind of touched the surface about how expectations, the reality, um, the realistic nature of expectations and unrealistic nature of expectation is all in the eye of the beholder, per se, whatever the person expects. So, my expectation is going to be different than Miss Serena, than Miss Tracy. But the key takeaway is that we communicate those expectations. And if after we've communicated them, our needs still are not met, then we need to look at some other outcomes. All right, guys. All right. So, basically, also, it starts with you and it ends with you. It starts with you and it ends with you. So, you are the beholder of your happiness like ding that. ding 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 ding. <laughs> ding 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 yeah <laughs> all but right God.
1: look we're gonna, gonna shake that bell too because sometimes we put some high expectations on ourselves and when we don't those expectations we get into that fault called depression so mm. we got we got to be careful too you got to know you mm. hey that's just me definitely but it does start so, oh, this is going to be some good dialogue. I oh, can't yeah. wait call in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tapping in today. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out to us. We love to hear from you because without your dialogue, it would be just me. So, Thank you guys so much. And again, until next time, take care of yourself so we can take care of each other.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Podcast. If you are seeking further one on one consultations, worksheets, and action steps from the ladies at Just Me Podcast, please review the monthly subscription packages starting at $9.99 at www.patreon. That's P A T r-e-o-n dot com backslash just me podcast and the number one if you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses interventions and treatment plans please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at journeys counseling center journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349 The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or health care provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.